advisory services offered through Townshend Advisory Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in Florida. Premier Networks has been paid for this commercial. Hey, it's Buck Sexton of the Clay and Buck Show. When you retire, where are you going to get your income from? The stock market, structured notes, maybe something else, Clay? If you don't know, you need tactical income planning from Alfie Townshend and his team at Advantage Retirement Group. He's an income planning specialist with access to a wide range of investment vehicles for different situations. With so many options, it's hard to know what's right for you. That's why you need to call Alfie, 239-747-1163. As a CFP, he's legally obligated to always act in your best interest. Find out what all your options are. With inflation and stock market volatility, it's more important than ever to generate predictable retirement income. Call today to see what's possible for your retirement, 239-747-1163, and online at savingtheinvestor.com. That's savingtheinvestor.com. The major average is ending higher on easing rate hike worries with the Nasdaq and S&P 500 notching four straight sessions of gains. Tech companies were among the gainers and energy stocks also jumped as oil prices rebounded. Private sector employment is back to pre-pandemic level. We're seeing manufacturing back to pre-pandemic level. We saw a good growth in childcare workers this month, first time in quite some time. Warehousing, we've seen some growth. We're seeing some really positive signs here with people going back to work. And the wage growth, the largest gains we've seen in wage growth have been historically lower wage workers. If you're one of millions that are concerned about higher taxes, inflation, and national debt, you're in the right place. Welcome to Saving the Investor with certified financial planner, investment advisor, and insurance professional, Alfie Townshend. Alfie's a published author, radio and TV host, speaker, and industry leader. He works with retirees and pre-retirees to build and protect their nest egg and offers his experience to help those concerned about financial independence and retirement. If you've got questions about retirement, saving the investor starts right now. Good morning, Southwest Florida. This is Alfie Townsend, and you're listening to Saving the Investor radio show. I have a special guest here today, Drew Steele. Everybody knows Drew Steele. He is national. I'm national? You are. I had no idea. Everybody knows you. Well, nationally, they need to know because I didn't even know. But okay. Well, I'm national too. We have we have the internet and, <laughs> and sometimes they yeah. listen to us at home and all that. Good yeah, stuff. there's that. So we're all national. All right, I get it. Now, <laughs> now I understand. Okay, good. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. It's going to be a uh, really a good show. We had a lot of a lot of news that we're going to talk about. We have the markets ups and downs, and we're going to talk about volatilities, things that you should be doing in times like this. So we will have a great show, and Drew will give you some info right now, and we'll start chatting. Yeah, you know, I we know how uncertain things are right now, right? I mean, everything's at an all-time high, and, and, and the thing is what this all ultimately means for you and, and how all of these global events is they're all happening and we see it unfold and now it becomes more tangible than ever and how it's going to affect you and your money and and what are you going to be able to do to protect it that's that's the big thing and there are things that you can do so what we'll end up doing today on the show is we'll, we'll give alfie the chance to talk about how we're going to tackle all of these tough topics and and look if you're if you're planning on good times coming there are uh, times around the corner that are going to be like that, but you got to plan for it. You got to be ready for the better days that are coming and, and not focusing too much on, on uh, all the things that are happening right now, because there are good times ahead, but you got to be in the right place and you've got to plan. So the first thing you could do is make sure you uh, write down the phone number 239-747-1077, 239 
747-1077. Jot that down. Get it uh, in front of you. Visit the website, savingtheinvestor.com, because that's where all of the information is going to be and ways to contact Alfie and find out more. So, all right, let's get into some of it, uh, Alfie. Uh, what's going on with Treasury right now? I guess they slipped across the board, the yields, uh, and looking at the Fed uh, rate hike and concerns there, the inflation has been tangible. We talked about this just the other day, the two of us, yeah. and how you know you you know things are serious when it's not something that's happening far away to somebody else, but it's happening to you. It's tangible. You can feel it. It's affecting you. Uh, and where that relief is coming from. So, you know, give me some of your thoughts on all of this. Yeah, just listening to you, Drew, it's, you know, it's very emotional, uh, emotional out there. Yeah. As an investor, people are coming in, they are concerned, they're scared. And, you know, I look at it as this is the time to take the emotion out of investing because, you know, just this past week we had, a couple of days at the S and P went up five percent in two days. I mean that's. But if you weren't in the market, you know, you took your money out. Let's say you're down five. You took your money out, sitting cash. You would have missed the five that would have got you back to to zero. So this is a time to really have a game plan. You know, a plan to know where the money's coming from. You know, is all your money going up and down at the same time? Um, you know, I know Drew and I we talk about. Um, different types of investments that we offer here. But I, I, you know, you talk about the, the T bills, how the feds raised it a quarter percent, yeah. you know, and they said that it's going to be probably six more rate increases, but the market's already priced seven in there. So that's a good thing. Right. Yeah. And we talked about that before, uh, what the markets uh, are, are going to do with that. But the other thing too, is something that you mentioned that I, I don't think you, you, you can't pass over this without repeating it. And that is, how many times people will look at something, see numbers, look at the day, the next day, all of a sudden things are, uh, are dropping or, you know, they're moving and immediately your first reaction. And look, if, if you're listening to this show, you know, I'm telling the truth. It's, it's just a fact. As soon as the numbers start going down, you're reacting. You are absolutely reacting. Yeah. And, and the question is, what do you do? Do you look and say, all right, listen, we got this under control because I got a plan. Or are you looking and saying, I got to make a call or I got to figure out what to do or I need to move. Most of the time, people are moving. They want to move because it's the emotion that you talk about. That number, and, and then what happens maybe the next day? It could be one day later. All yeah. of a sudden, it's some back good, up again. Some good news you, right. you don't know about, boom. Right. That's that why, fits. yeah. And, and you know, one of the managers many years ago told me, you know, if you miss like three of the best days in the market, I mean, it just substantially um, crushes your returns. So to get out of the market, that's called market timing. You're, you're getting out and then you have to get back in. So when are you going to get back in? As you're waiting, as it goes up, you're missing all those ups. Then you go, okay, I'm going to get back in. Well, then it goes back down. Now you're worse than what you were because you were down, you got out, you didn't get the ups, and you got back back in when it was up, then it went down again. So it is a, it is a game that you do not want to play. Um, you know. And again, the rate increases, were, that's a good thing. Um, that means that the feds are trying to control or get inflation under control. If they did not have a rate increase, I think the market would have acted negative. The market acted positive after the rate increase of a quarter percent because they said, okay, the feds are finally 
getting serious. They said there might be six more. So, you know, this is, it's not the worst thing. And we're at zero. Um, the short-term rates are only the rates that affect really overnight lending to banks, what they charge each other. Yeah. Okay. Those Fed rates have nothing to do with the 10-year treasuries. Did you know that? No. Yeah. And nothing to do with them. Now, sometimes they'll follow because supply and demand, right. they'll follow it. But the Feds don't control the the five-year the um, seven, 10 year, 20, 30 year, they don't, they only control the overnight lending. So, and that is, you know, sometimes it will, it will affect, you know, the, the uh, 10 years and stuff, but, but it really affects the banks loaning each other money. And that's something to think about uh, with uh, Alfie was just mentioning, if it's something that you're, you're listening to and you're like, you know, I didn't know that, or maybe I need to study more about what uh, is happening with my money. And I need to make a call. You do. 239-747-1077. 239-747-1077. You call right now and get a hold of Alfie. You can visit the website, savingtheinvestor.com. Please do that so that this way you can get uh, information there. You can see more about uh, what is being offered and, and the things that are uh, that we're looking at that Alfie can explain more about, you know, the volatility that's happening right now, the, the numbers that he's describing and and even uh, how it's going to play out uh, into the future, what he's hearing, right? You know, Alfie, when you talk to a lot of people, uh, you know, you you may hear some of these small bits of numbers, retail sales uh, going up 0.3% compared to January short. Uh, you hear some of the numbers like we just described about uh, the uh, the percent changes uh, that the uh, the Fed rate is uh, is going uh, up uh, to try to keep a, an eye on what is happening with inflation. As you talk to more people yeah. in the industry and what they're seeing, uh, how they're feeling about all of this, and especially with connection uh, to the emotion uh, that's going on with this environment. Well, the money managers that we use, yeah. they manage for big institutions. They manage for... Uh, different states. They manage for different universities. Um, they manage for top 50 corporations, some money for them. So these are money managers that we have a relationship with. And like I always say, sometimes you know you would have to put in $10 million to have some of the portfolios that we can put in, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars as we're building the portfolio. If you have a million dollars, we might only want to put two or 300 in that one portfolio. And we're getting a better price than someone that puts in 10 million. That's, I'm going to say it again. We get a better price than someone that puts in 10 million. So this is what I'm talking about when we're, we're talking about building something for you that is hand-built versus if you had a hand-built car versus a mass-produced car, and if they were the same price, it'd be a no-brainer. Right. I want that hand-built car any day, right? And it's the same thing. When we're building portfolios, they're custom to you, and that's um, – you know, that's what's important about it. And what we're hearing from these people are that the we're going to have a nice little rebound and it's going to be a vol volatility for the you know first um, first two quarters. And then we're going to start to see some things pick up and they feel it's going to make losses up this year and have a positive return by the end of the year. Opportunities in volatility. And we're going to talk about yeah. opportunities, what to do in a down market. Yeah, no doubt. All right. So what we need you to do is stick around because in just a little bit, when we come back, we've got more to discuss, uh, including later on talking about Alfie's tax map, which is important. Uh, certainly uh, making sure to uh, call 239-747-1077, 239-747-1077. 
uh, go to the website, uh, of course, savingtheinvestor.com. Make sure you go there as well. And in just a little bit, uh, we'll, maybe we'll talk a little bit about news fatigue and, and what we're hearing. And, and are you making bad decisions because of some of the things that you're hearing? Some of the things that are out there that we talk about each and every day, whether you're listening to Alpha or you're listening to me, uh, but what about the decisions that you could make that would not be the bad decisions? There are some that are out there. And so all you need to know is who to call and who to reach out to. Don Henley. Didn't he write a song about dirty laundry? I think think he did. Yeah. It was The Boys of Summer. It was probably one of my favorite albums. And... The, the thing is, there's so much dirty laundry out there. There's so much bad news out there, and that's what they want. And it brings your morale down. It brings your confidence down. And we're here to pump you up. So we will be right back. 239-747-1077. Investment advisory services offered through Townshend Advisory Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in Florida. Premier Networks has been paid for this commercial. Hey, it's Buck Sexton of the Clay and Buck Show. When you retire, where are you going to get your income from? The stock market, structured notes, maybe something else, Clay? If you don't know, you need tactical income planning from Alfie Townshend and his team at Advantage Retirement Group. He's an income planning specialist with access to a wide range of investment vehicles for different situations. With so many options, it's hard to know what's right for you. That's why you need to call Alfie, 239-747-1163. As a CFP, he's legally obligated to always act in your best interest. Find out what all your options are. With inflation and stock market volatility, it's more important than ever to generate predictable retirement income. Call today to see what's possible for your retirement, 239-747-1163, and online at savingtheinvestor.com. That's saving the investor. Good morning, Southwest Florida. This is Saving the Investor, and this is Alfie Townsend. I am the host and the co-host. Today's show is Drew Steele, and we are going to be talking to Congressman Byron Donalds. We are excited about that, so let's get going. We're talking a little bit about the impacts of the five F's that we'll be talking about uh, throughout the day in freedom, faith, family, Florida, finances. And so to join us right now to talk about all this and much more is Congressman Byron Donalds. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, everybody. Thanks for having me on. Well, we appreciate it, Alfie. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, one of the questions we had had a lot of questions from our clients, but uh, one of the questions from me the last seven days with a Supreme Court ruling, it's um, conservatives are, are back, it seems like. But did you anticipate the outcome that that happened? So, I mean, I got to tell you, I didn't. It's one of those things that you had to see it to believe it. Um, I thought that this makeup of the court would actually do a lot of important things with respect to the rule of law and actually limiting the Supreme Court's power, kind of putting that back into a box where it should be. But even in my wildest dreams, did I ever think they were going to take down Roe? So to actually see it happen, like I had to pinch myself to be like, oh, wait, did this really happen? But I think, of course, the Roe decision is the one everybody's focused on. But there's been so many key decisions. The one about the football coach being able to pray. Yeah. Um, the one about the schools at Maine being able to support 
um, and have taxpayer money go towards religious schools. What the Supreme Court's really done is actually brought the Constitution back. It's put a lot of these decisions back into the hands of the state where it belongs in the hands of state government. And the last thing they've done, and this is really important, is that they have made sure people have a real understanding of what the actual constitutional view of the framers was at the time and how that's applied into modern America. And I think that's been a great thing to see from the court. Of course, the political left is not happy, but that's because for the last 120 years, the political left has basically gotten what they've wanted out of the Supreme Court. That's been because ruling here or there, they've largely got what they wanted. And so we have a version of the court now that's going to actually apply the Constitution, which actually increases our democracy and improves our democracy. You know, that's one thing that uh, you just brought up. Just I didn't think about this before. And I'm so glad you said that. This is really a teachable moment, Congressman. This is the moment where we can actually now, because people are freaking out the way they are, say, well, hold on, take a step back. Do you know what the Constitution is about? Do you understand why it was written? Do you understand what the uh, the federal government is about and what their role is and what the state's role is and what your role is? And so it really is a teachable moment. It, and it's unfortunate that it had to happen this way and take this long, but to have... Uh, religious liberties are protected, to have uh, the Second Amendment protected, to to have uh, all of the things that we're starting to see, life protected. This is where we get to explain now. So this is a this is a pivotal moment. Absolutely, it is. And I think like the key thing now is what are legislatures going to do? What are members of Congress going to do? And I think we have to fight the urge of trying to do what the left normally would do and actually just protect separation of powers, protect federalism. Because at the end of the day, regardless of what everybody's political beliefs might be, the country has to continue. You know, I think the great experiment of the American Republic has to live on past the current leaders and even past current Americans who have their viewpoints. So the thing I want to see is a continuation of American government, uh, not a not a tribalism in American government, or even now that the political left is saying to how they either need to ignore the court or pack the court, because for a hundred years, conservatives have been looking at the Supreme Court saying, what are you doing? And our response has not been to pack the court or to just ignore the court. It's actually been to follow the law, even though we're not happy with what the Supreme Court was saying. And I think that what's going to make a more healthy union is people understanding that the institution of, of constitutional government has to continue regardless of your views of what that means in your own individual life. Absolutely. Well said. Now, how do you think this is going to help? You know, November's coming. We got, uh, it looks like it's going to be a landslide, but, you know, is this going to, you know, this is what they're counting on that the Democrats, that this is going to help them. But uh, there's a whole lot of issues out there. And yeah, I, I have, you know, I want to get your opinion on it, but I don't think it helps them at all. Well, I mean, look, the Democrats think it will help them, but I don't. Because at the end of the day, if you're a suburban mom right now and you're looking at Roe v. Wade or $5 gas, $5 gas matters more to you. Um, The cost of food on a table matters more to you. The fact that, you know, to celebrate Fourth of July, you know, to get some ribs, get some corn, hamburgers, whatever, those costs are up 18 to 20 percent, depending on what you're buying. Um we had 46 people, you know, die in a tractor trailer in San Antonio, Texas the other day. 
because of terrible border policy. That stuff matters. We have an inflation that's ripping through the country, and we've had foreign policy disasters. So I think if you're going to put all those things on one side of the ledger, not to mention crime in communities and indoctrination in schools, but then all the Democrats will talk about is Roe v. Wade, I'll take my chances in that election any day of the week. Don't you think that the one thing that we can look forward to in 23, if there is to be this uh, landslide, as people are talking about the red wave, we'll see. But when it comes to Congress, uh, don't you see that one of the big things we will have is subpoena power and the ability to run committees so that we can get down to the bottom of a lot of things that Democrats have been hiding, have been avoiding. So now it's it's your turn, so to speak. You get the opportunity, along with others, to start asking the, the tough questions that they won't answer and, and calling them out for the things that they're doing wrong. Yeah, I think investigations are a big one. Totally agree with you on that. There's going to be so many things that we're going to be looking into in some respects, we, we, we want to make sure we take our time going through it so that we're not just rushing um, in a committee hearing after committee hearing just to do a checklist. Cause you really want to get to the bottom of this stuff. But another big thing is actually going to be securing the border and controlling federal spending. We have an opportunity in a Republican, in a Republican house and what, and what I think is going to be a Republican Senate to actually get some of the budget under control to really help tamp down this inflation with long-term reforms. The other thing we have a chance to do is because of this out-of-control border policy, um, we have an opportunity to actually get that under control. Um, There's not going to be a comprehensive immigration reform bill, but I think about just about the border, we can get that under control, I believe. And then the third thing, and Alfie, this speaks directly to you, I think we have a real opportunity to bring some needed reforms to the Federal Reserve. Um, you know, oh, I'm yeah. sponsoring a bill with French Hill out of Arkansas that would actually return the Federal Reserve to one mandate of sound money. And I believe that a sound money mandate, a price stability mandate, mandate um, would actually help the Fed controlling inflation long term and actually would also help stop the, fret, the Fed from priming the pump through just expanding its balance sheet, which sounds good in a, on a temporary basis, but it's bad for investors and it's bad for everybody all over the long term. It is. And I know a lot of people might not know this, but you were a financial planner before you became a congressman. And, you know, that's I can tell you this and my this is going to be 40 years next next year been doing this. And I haven't seen the fear that people have right now. They're almost like frozen when they they don't want to make decisions. They're afraid to make decisions. And everybody I'm talking about, everyone that comes in that that are not my clients they are concerned right now with the administration and it's harder right now and the policies that they're doing right now is so hard on our industry it's so good that that you're not in it any longer because you would be driving yourself crazy because the market's going down inflation's going up because of these policies it's it's awful right now yeah you're absolutely correct totally agree with you i think um, we have an opportunity to do something about it. I think this is a constructive thing. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't subscribe to the philosophy from some Republicans who would say, oh, well, you need the White House too. No, we, we, there are things that we need to just really hold uh, President Biden to the, to the mat for. And so it's like, you know, sound prices, price stability, um, an actual energy plan that helped tap out gas prices and diesel prices which affects transportation, the cost of goods, everything like that. Um, you know, making sure we don't have people, you know, frankly, being trafficked across our border. Like, this is simple stuff, 
that most people agree with. And so I think we have an opportunity to do that stuff as well as do the necessary investigations that must be done. How are we going to pull all of this spending out of the cycle? How are we going to pull all this spending out that's already out there, all the money and the trillions of dollars, everything that's there that we can't even uh, we can't even look and see the books and see where everything is being spent? We can't even get an accounting on this. And, and you know, the, the, the problem of how it's already in the marketplace, all that money's out there, the spending uh, right. is, is going to be happening. The, the, you know, the federal government just loves to spend. So how do we, how do we pull all, I mean, I guess we, what, we just start with stopping you know, the, the pump right now? Is that where we, we start and kind of break it down? But how do we pull it all out? How do we get it all back? So the, a couple of things. One, we have to go back to the CBO baseline before COVID. I think one thing that people don't really understand is that whenever we spend more money or we keep adding new programs in and they say that it's temporary, some of this stuff actually gets into the budget baseline. So then what CBO will then do is they'll just they'll just plus up based on inflation what the government spends. So we have to go to a pre-COVID-19 baseline. That's one. Number two, there's still, I want to say, about six to seven hundred billion dollars in quote unquote COVID money that's still not spent. That still has not been moved out. All that's got to come back. You got to take that stuff back. And it has, it'll be a signal to the economy that this money is not now just going to be dropping in. The one thing that's going to be difficult to do, and this goes back to the bipartisan infrastructure plan, what most people don't know is that the contractors are starting to make purchases because of those dollars. That's actually going to drive up construction costs because it's already hard to get trusses. It's hard to get concrete. And now you have contractors using government dollars through the infrastructure plan to go buy material. So that's going to make it difficult. But I think those are the first two things that you do. Joe Biden's going to argue against it. But, I mean, my attitude is I'd rather have a disagreement with Joe Biden because, I mean, he has no credibility at all. That's a winning message for us if we're in disagreements with Joe Biden directly. I think some Republicans are skittish about that. But they're remembering how how things did not go well when Republicans were arguing against Barack Obama. But listen, Barack Obama was just a better politician than Joe Biden's ever been, period. End of story. And so I think that if you were going to take a strong stand on, on how you're going to handle spending long term, this is the president you want to have that fight with. And then the last part is we do have to do something about entitlement reform. Like the entitlements have to be reformed. Um, it's coming, folks. Medicare and Social Security go and solve it in about six to seven years. We have to act now. We have to actually have a plan and Republicans have a plan. I know I'm working on some Social Security reform ideas that actually maintain benefits, but actually bend the cost curve in the out years so we can do it and prove that it works. But we have to have the courage to actually bring the ideas. And that's the thing, the courage, because Social Security, you start touching Social Security, that's where Everybody freaks out, but rip you know, the bandaid. Just rip the bandaid. It, yeah. it, I, I, all of these things. It's like, I, you know, I, don't get me started. I'm sorry, but like when it comes to like Roe v. Wade, rip the bandaid. Just yeah. do it. it. That's why you don't tease around the edges. That's why when it comes to Justice Roberts and and how he kind of hemmed and hawed at the decision and kind of took one side but then took the other side. Yeah. It, 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 no, you rip the bandaid. You don't just do it uh, halfway or kind of tease it out. Just get it done. It's because it's the right thing to do. It's like the right. feds, right, um, Congressman? The feds, if they would have handled this earlier, this would have been a lot better. A lot of the money managers that we deal with, the economists, they were saying if it would have been a 2% rate increase at you know beginning of the year, and it would have it really stopped it a lot you know, than what they're doing right now. It's like the Band-Aid. 
True. Alfie, I mean, I felt that the Fed should have raised probably three quarter points in the last in the last quarter of last year. And so my colleagues were like, what? And I said, guys, if, if inflation goes where we think it's going, I think this is when the inflation read came out at about five or so. And at that point in time, you know, seeing the labor shortages, seeing some of the supply shortages that we knew existed, if you had came out aggressive then, we wouldn't have to go to probably where the Fed is going to end up, which is probably around, you know, five, six, you know, somewhere in there. I think that's probably where Fed funds is going to end up. They wouldn't have to do that. But the Fed has been so timid and behind the ball because, like you said, Drew, they would rather be timid and be wrong than opposed to just be aggressive and then right the ship as you move along. And it's just been a bad way to to run monetary policy. And so many seniors who only have a certain amount of money in their retirement accounts and people who are working families who only have but so much money every month, they're the ones who really suffer and struggle. Oh, they do. They do. Uh, immigration is, I know you touched on it. Uh, there was the uh, Santas, our gov- governor, uh, signed a bill today about it. Can you talk a little bit about immigration? Because, you know, the drugs that are coming over here around the country, but in Florida, you know, they're coming here and they're killing. They're killing every, you know, kids and anybody and everybody, it seems like. Well, I mean, look, in, in short, um, I'll try to make this simpler. The problem is, is that Joe Biden, when he came into office, he changed Border Patrol's treatment of what they call credible fear. So credible fear is a determination that border agents can make if somebody crosses the border illegally. Under the Trump administration, border agents could make that determination right there on the f- in the field. And if they felt that there was not a credible fear, quote unquote, they could send them back to Mexico. Under the Biden administration, they said, no, you can't make that determination. That determination has to be made by an immigration judge where the person claiming asylum has to have legal counsel. So that's what he changed. When he did that, everybody knew you could just come to the border, get processed, get a notice to appear. And by the time you were done with the legal process, you're six, seven years down the line. That's what Joe Biden changed. When they did that, you had people coming in droves, droves, and the border agent's mission then changed to having to process people to come into the United States for their asylum hearing. The drug cartels know this. So the drug cartels are like, okay, we're going to make anywhere from three to $10,000 per person, basically trafficking them to the the southern border of America, and then America is going to process these people in. They're like, cool, we'll do that business. And then when border agents are stuck having to process 10 people, 25 people, 50 people, then we'll just move runners across the border with fentanyl and with cocaine and with heroin. Mm -hmm. That is what's happening at the southern border. The drug cartels are making a billion dollars a month trafficking people into the United States. They're going to make $12 billion a year. That's just on human trafficking. That's not to mention drug trafficking. Because when border agents are not able to be at their posts because they're processing illegal immigrants, that's when the drugs come across. And for people who think that drug cartels aren't sophisticated, they are narco-terrorists. They have night vision. They have lookouts on the border. They actually buy time on certain satellites from other countries. They are monitoring our southern border. They have operational control over our southern border. The United States does not. And it goes back to the fact that Joe Biden does not want border agents making a, a determination in the field on asylum. He wants people processed into the United States, given a, a day in court, which means they're just coming into the United States. And once they're here, they're not leaving. Yeah. That's, that's just the truth. 
Yeah, so, so that's what's happening on the southern border. Yeah, and if you look up uh, what is an impeachable offense, this is it. This is this is what an impeachable offense is. If if you want to know what it looks like, yep. what's happening along our southern border is an impeachable offense. Not keeping this country safe. Everything that you've d- just described is it's awful. And on the way over here, I was listening to because uh, t- the NATO talk is going on. Uh, with the president, Anthony Blinken, and uh, the head of NATO, uh, all talking about migration, g- global migration. And the language that they're using and what Anthony Blinken is talking about, uh, talking about the uh, uh, other countries and uh, their uh, financial situations and how people are leaving for all of these reasons, uh, the uh, the migration that's going on because of climate change, mm-hmm. all of these things that they're bringing up and talking about, and except, and except for the fact that we have a sovereign nation here, or at least we believe we do and you they talk about this as if it's no problem this is why they're coming it's look they got they got it rough uh, 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 at our southern border things are rough in honduras and el salvador so they're going to come and make well okay they can come here but they got to come here illegally they're making and they they say well no you know what it is it's the climate crisis and it's the conditions that are happening because of the climate in those countries they're making up all kinds of language and things that they're doing to justify what is happening it's impeachable yeah, I mean that's that's a lie. Tony Blinken, this is the same guy that brought us Afghanistan. Yep. Uh, he's a bureaucrat's bureaucrat. This is a guy who loves to think about foreign policy, but doesn't know how to actually conduct foreign policy, and he's just wrong. The reason why is because the drug cartels are actually marketing coming to the southern border in other countries around the globe, and it's not just Guatemala and El Salvador, folks. It's about 150 countries all over the world that are exploiting Joe Biden's policy on our southern border. And the drug cartels are making billions doing this stuff. And this is not to mention the other thing that's a, that's a byproduct of this. We talked about the people who, who lost their lives in that tractor trailer in San Antonio, which, by the way, is not the only time that's happened. This has happened multiple times since Joe Biden's been president. But there are young girls who are being raped on the journey of being trafficked into the United States. The young girls are being sent with plan B or they're being put on birth control because they know they're going to get raped along in the journey. We know this firsthand knowledge. This is not me testifying in the January 6th committee with third hand information. This is firsthand mm-hmm. knowledge talking with young girls who've experienced it, talking with border agents who had to document it. Congressman, why, what, what's the end game here? What, what's their, What's their purpose of, of ruining our country like this? I mean, people ask me, and I can't give them a good answer. Well, I mean, honestly, I think that the, the Democratic left wants a reshaping of America. They've always wanted that. And the problem with American citizens is that, you know, we, we, we are very pesky where we actually want to live a good life. We want to earn money. We want to keep the fruits of our labor. You know, we want individual liberty. We largely want government out of our lives. And so the only way that the political left can change that that thought process is that you have to in mass move people into the United States who've not assimilated into that mindset. I think what's backfired on the left, which we're going to start seeing in elections this November and years to come, is that even the people who are of Latin American descent who've come here legally, they hate illegal immigration. They do not like it. They don't think it's fair. They don't think it's right. And they're actually revolting against the Democrats because of this stuff. Because now they're here in the United States. They see that this is not serious. The other thing that's happened is the other countries in South America, 
whose countries have completely been turned upside down by this leftist uh, uh, fascist socialism that exists, namely Venezuela, those people are telling their family members here in the States, like, yo, this stuff was terrible in our country. These Democrats are saying the same thing that Hugo Chavez was saying, and look what happened here. We don't want to see that in America because there's nowhere else to go. And so I think that as long as Republicans stand strong on these issues and don't just, you know, put their head in the sand and tuck tail because we think everybody should be able to come to the United States for a good life, um, that's not the point. The point is people should come here legally. And when you go through an illegal process like this, I mean, who gets rich are the drug cartels. Frankly, who gets rich are these NGOs that operate in the shadows of, of, of news media and our government. They're getting all kind of money being fed to them. But the American people suffer, you know, like all these kids who cross into our country. Guess what? They're going to be in our schools. I mean, I feel bad for these children. But what about poor kids in America? They deserve a chance at, a, at the good life, too. They deserve a chance at a quality education. But if you bring in a bunch of illegal children into these schools that are already strapped with resources, who suffers? Yeah. It's the poor kid. It's not the rich. It's not the kid who comes from a rich family or upper middle class family. That kid is largely going to be okay because his family unit is strong. It's the poor kid that, that suffers under that. And I just think that's wrong. I do. I know you're on a tight schedule here, so I want to ask you one um, one one more question. You think uh, RMDs yeah. required minimum distributions for this year are going to be um, put off until next year with this market the way it is? Or so we haven't actually talked about that. Okay. I hope that we actually do that. Um, but one of the things that we're really thinking about is actually extending the, the time for RMDs to actually be required to be taken. I mean, look, the truth of it, Alfie, and you know this. Yeah. Retirees are living much longer. The federal government's going to get their money. They, they need to calm down for a minute. It is much better <laughs> that the savings of, of the American people are actually secure, for, especially for those years in their 80s and their 90s where they really need to take hold of, of, that, of that cash and of those resources. So I'm a fan of actually extending RMDs past 75. I think we should be doing that. I know we just did an RMD extension past 70 and a half. We need to go past 75 because we have more people who are in retirement years, quote unquote, who are actually still working. Yeah. And I think if you were able to push off RMDs, it would help the health of portfolios long term as well. And and they got rid of that stretch IRA. So, um, you know, we have a, a mutual friend. I won't mention his name, but he was with our um, 45 president uh, a couple of weeks ago and your name came up and he and President uh, Trump said that you will be president one day. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the, the, President Trump is amazing. You know, I, I feel bad for how he gets. I really do feel bad for how he gets vilified in the press because most of these people in the press, frankly, are haters yeah. because they're just mad at him because he would never take any of their stuff. Um, and I, But I think what people never understand about President Trump is, you know, can he be tough? Oh, yeah, he's tough. and He doesn't give an inch. But if you actually meet him and spend time with him, most virtually everybody walks away being like, you know what? I like that guy. And so he's just a good man, really cares about the country. You know, I'm honored to have his support. That's great to hear. Yeah. Well, this 4th of July weekend, we have uh, many things to be thankful for. We truly are blessed as a nation, uh, and there's no doubt that uh, we still are the uh, the shining city on the hill. We still are the beacon Amen. for uh, for all the world to see, and it will continue as long as we have uh, leadership like we have here in Southwest Florida with you, Congressman. So. 
I'll say this. Uh, you're doing a fantastic job. Thanks. We appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, always praying for you, and uh, we'll uh, we'll speak uh, soon. Yes, and thank right. you. Uh, thank you for taking this um, your time out. I know it's uh, you have limited time, and we appreciate here at Saving the Investor, and um, you just be blessed. Cheers and blessings, and be safe. Enjoy the week. My pleasure, guys. Alfie, I'm a big fan of your show. Listened for a while, so congrats to all your success. Drew, you know I love you, brother. And uh, everybody, happy 4th of July. Bless you. Bye-bye. Investment advisory services offered through Townshend Advisory Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in Florida. Premier Networks has been paid for this commercial. Hey, it's Buck Sexton of the Clay and Buck Show. When you retire, where are you going to get your income from? The stock market, structured notes, maybe something else, Clay? If you don't know, you need tactical income planning from Alfie Townshend and his team at Advantage Retirement Group. He's an income planning specialist with access to a wide range of investment vehicles for different situations. With so many options, it's hard to know what's right for you. That's why you need to call Alfie, 239-747-1163. As a CFP, he's legally obligated to always act in your best interest. Find out what all your options are. With inflation and stock market volatility, it's more important than ever to generate predictable retirement income. Call today to see what's possible for your retirement, 239-747-1163, and online at savingtheinvestor.com. That's savingtheinvestor.com. Welcome back to Saving the Investors. This is Alfie Townsend, Southwest Florida Certified Financial Planner Professional with Drew Steele this morning. Very um, fun show today. So we're talking about, Drew, we've been talking about, you know, the, the nasty word inflation, the nasty word taxes, and the nasty word well, I was going to say something else, but I won't say that. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, don't say it's about as nasty as we yeah, want to yeah, be right now. We're not going to be nasty today. But anyway, um, it is important to have a plan. We, you know, Planning is the key to success, especially in times that we are going through because we have a lot of uncertainty. You know, There was you know, doing this for many, many years. Uh, before I talked to, about that story, jot our number down is 239-747. 1077 239 747 1077. But doing these all, you know, as long as I've been doing it, it, it was easier back then. Even though we didn't really have computers and, and the software that we have now, some of those things were very hard. Things that we can do now is awesome. We can show them about taxes, we can show them uh, future projections and stuff. We really couldn't do that back, you know, in, in the early 80s. But what we could, it was easy to, to, Get, get interest of four, five, six, seven percent that were just locked in. Right. It's just hard right now. And, but in all these years I've been doing this, um, you know, 2020, <clears throat> excuse me, with COVID was a concern to a lot of people. Um, 20, 2012, during the second Obama election, um, a lot of concerns. They thought the dollar was going to devalue, they thought um, everything was going to go to hell in a handbag. And then right now, this year, the uncertainty that people are coming in is worse probably than all of those other ones. Yeah. It really is. No, I would agree with that. And uh, and I think that, uh, you know, the having a plan in place now more than ever is so important, regardless of what it is in your life, like we just described before, and, uh, and certainly when your financial plan in place. It's pretty remarkable that you have the retirement simulator to be able to plug the numbers in to see exactly where 
uh, someone is with their money, their future, their portfolio, everything together. You can look at it and see. And and that's something that has been such an advantage uh, to people, yeah. uh, certainly yeah. when it comes to making decisions and not being uh, as worried necessarily about what is happening with world events and things that are going on in the country because they know confidently they've got a plan in place and what they can weather, Alfie, that's another thing. Yeah. What you can stand, what you can weather, what kind of changes that are happening that you're going to be able to know at the end of the day that what you have is going to be okay and that you're going to be weathering the storms just fine because you've been able to see yeah. what it is that uh, that you can handle. And that sort of goes back to their risk number. And and the risk number, Drew, we don't just have them pick a number between 1 and 10. That's what a lot of firms do. They'll have you answer some questionnaires and they, you know, pick a, your risk number 1 to 10. 1 being I don't want any risk, 10 being I'm, I'm full risk. And a lot of times that is just not the the really the the best way to do it we we have a program that we use uh, and and i like it it's uh is put together by a team of psychologists okay so right there that tells you okay this is going to be more emotional and that's what it is because it gives you a couple questions to answer you can answer one or you can answer a or b okay if you answer a that whatever's in a you know what you're going to have but if you want to take a risk, 50-50, you don't know if you're going to land on heads or tails, you'll take B. So they entice you to take B, but then they give you certainty on A. So it makes you think. Right. It makes you think. Um, you know, I had one guy said after he, he took the test, he goes, man, if I knew I was going to have to take this, I would have went to bed earlier last night. <laughs> it's not that bad, but, you know, we'll have an answer. But the good thing about it is this. It will, it will come back with a number, and that number says, you know what? the way that you answer the questions you could lose you'd you'd be willing to lose let's say 11 percent in your portfolio in a bad time to get 18 percent. that's your range okay so what's nice about that if you were to call me and then your portfolio is down five percent i'd say okay let's go back to your your risk okay remember you could your comfort level at the time was at 11%, 11 to, to get 18 is, um, if your risk level has gone down, then let's do it again. And that's what's nice. You ah, can, you can do it again. We right. do it ours every year. Cause usually the older you get, you're going to, your risk, your hey, it changes. So right. we don't just keep that number one time, one time only. Every year when we get together, we'll do another risk alliance. I'm just going to bring this up quickly because that, that goes back to the numbers that you were talking about before. It's like a one to 10. How do you feel today? I feel like a seven. Okay. tomorrow, uh, A year from now, how do you feel? Or, or like a week from now, how do you feel? I feel like a six. What does that mean? I don't know what that means, but you know, I'm one less than I was before. That that really doesn't do a whole lot necessarily. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And if, if you take it to uh, the extreme and then you're talking about you know your money and future, then you can see how important it is to have the right plan in place. Uh, 239-747-1077, 239-747-1077. That's the number to get a hold of Alfie. You know, some of the questions that I know you are asked at the workshop that you do, uh, one of them has to do with real estate. And I wonder what you feel about real estate right now. Are we in another real estate bubble? Somebody asked uh, yeah. you just the other day. Yeah, you know, uh you're going to probably see home prices level off a little bit, but back in when we bought here in 08, 
that was when the market started going down. Oh five, oh six was booming, booming, booming. But if you go back to that, you you'll know this is that we had banks giving anybody and everybody loans. It was they were just giving anybody a loan um, on multiple houses. So we that was a bubble waiting to happen. Here, there's no inventory. I, you know, I have realtors as clients, and Craig's a Craig's a realtor. There is no inventory in the state of in the state of you know Southwest Florida, and when a house goes on sale, Drew they start bidding on that. So if there's no inventory, that means the houses aren't going to depreciate. You know they're going to hold their hold their own, even go up a little bit. So it's here in Southwest Florida, people want to live now around the country. They're doing the same thing, but they're not bidding up the homes. They're not going up as much as as the homes here, but we're in a great community. You're in an awesome community. Your house probably doubled since you or 30%, 40% since you've been there. Same thing with ours. It's, you know, it is, um, it's crazy how much it has gone up. Now, what will slow it up. Now, a lot of people are paying cash for these homes. What will slow it up is interest rates for the first time for, for, um, for the mortgages went, uh, 4% or over. Right over 4%. Yeah, and you bring that up and I think that's important Since, what you said before yeah, 2019. And, and I think when you uh, what you just brought up is something that's important I just want to clarify this. Sure. So when you say that people are buying these houses with cash, the the first reaction is yeah, they're selling the home from where they are. Maybe it's maybe it's here locally or maybe it's from out of town. Yeah. They're moving here and they're paying cash. The the idea of someone paying cash for a home is that they don't hold a mortgage. And if they don't have a mortgage, then they're not really worried about necessarily the percentages of changes on a mortgage because they're not holding it, which means that they're not going to be affected by necessarily the changes, which is a good thing to keep things stable as opposed to the past when a lot of loans were being uh, taken out and the volatility of of a variable rate or something. That's right. There's variable rates. So they don't. So, so I wonder if that's part of it as well, how it's a little more stable than it's been, especially considering that people are coming to Southwest Florida, uh, for all the things that we offer, (laughs) low taxes, uh, the state tax, obviously no state tax and, and certainly the weather and everything else, more people are coming here. And if they are buying cash, then that kind of changes the dynamic. And our governor, our governor, people, I think the draconian measures that were being implemented across the country, uh, people that had money said, you know, I'm getting sick and tired of being sick and tired. Someone telling me what to do, when, when to do it. Um, they, they said enough's enough. And that's what happened. So yeah, it's, um, this is something I think the prices are going to stay stable for many years to come. Yeah. So here's uh, here's the thing. As you're looking at everything that's going on uh, with your life and uh, the concerns that you may have about world affairs, uh, inflation, and the things that have been tangible in your life, what are you doing about it? Uh, and are you doing enough? Maybe you feel like you are. Maybe you're really not sure. So that's when you pick up the phone and you call 239-747-1077. You get a hold of Alfie. Uh, 239-747-1077. Don't wait. Find out more about what is happening uh, with you to be sure that uh, you are diversified. You're able to look at uh, the numbers as they get plugged in and you see whether or not you can weather some of the storms that are out there that could be coming. Uh, You want to make sure all of that 
uh, is taken care of. And so the best way to do that is have the proper plan. And so I uh, would say, pick up the phone, give Alfie a call, 239-747-1077. That's 239-747-1077. And of course, you can always go to the website, visit the website at savingtheinvestor.com. That's savingtheinvestor.com. Drew, thank you very much. We always love to have you here. Yeah, this week was another roller coaster week, emotional week. And, you know, people say, I hate to have your job, but this is what I like about our job is because we call our clients. We, you know, we send out videos, we keep our clients, we don't hide from volatility. You know, we have to, I always said I'd be a good waiter, Drew, because I know what I want. I know that I want, you know, my water filled up all the time. I don't want old dishes sitting around. I would, I would be, you know, you, you do what you want. And that's what makes you good at your job. And what makes me good at my job is that I know what clients expect because I expect it. And, and, and we have the team here at the advanced retirement group that, um, I'll put against anybody. They are awesome. And I love them all. And I hope you can watch our show. It's called Saving the Investor TV show, Saving the Investor on NBC2 right after Meet the Press every Sunday at 11, 11 to 11.30. And that show has some serious ratings on there. I love that show. And then we have, of course, right here on 92.5, great, great station um, that's breaking all sorts of numbers, records, you know, of, of listeners. It's um, great to be here. So until next week, be blessed. This has been Saving the Investor with Alfie Townshend. Learn more about your retirement simulator. Visit savingtheinvestor.com. Investment advisory services offered through Townshend Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Townshend Advisory Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in Florida. Premier Networks has been paid for this commercial. Hey, it's Buck Sexton of the Clay and Buck Show. When you retire, where are you going to get your income from? The stock market, structured notes, maybe something else, Clay? If you don't know, you need tactical income planning from Alfie Townshend and his team at Advantage Retirement Group. He's an income planning specialist with access to a wide range of investment vehicles for different situations. With so many options, it's hard to know what's right for you. That's why you need to call Alfie, 239-747-1163. As a CFP, he's legally obligated to always act in your best interest. Find out what all your options are. With inflation and stock market volatility, it's more important than ever to generate predictable retirement income. Call today to see what's possible for your retirement, 239-747-1163 and online at savingtheinvestor.com. That's savingtheinvestor.com dot com.